Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we are going to talk about another neighborhood spotlight. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hi, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to this week's episode of the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. How's everybody doing? How you doing, Leslie? What's going on? Um, I'm doing well. I'm loving this weather. It has such an impact on my mood. Um, it's a tough time in my family, but we're coping and everybody's doing well. Excellent. Yeah, other than you? it did snow this week. Oh my gosh, wasn't that weird? Yeah. When was that? Was that just on Saturday? Yeah, it was like... Yeah, it was I, like three uh, days before it was like 36 yeah. degrees or something. Yeah, I was caught in a hailstorm. Nice. Mm-hmm. What bizarre. So today's good. Today's nice. It's love. This is my perfect temperature. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think we're living in the wrong place. Um, so yeah, so real estate market, we'll just touch on briefly. Strange. Um, we're, yeah. both, we're both saying we're starting to feel a little bit, it just feels a bit quiet. Yeah, it feels a little bit um, slow. I'm thinking it's, just a kind of typical end of the spring market. We normally kind of slow down a little bit, maybe usually a couple of weeks later than this. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it's typically slower in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering if it's just that. And our um, typical cycle has kind of been thrown out the window because of COVID. So maybe it's, you know, just starting a little bit earlier. Maybe there's more to it than that. Um, I don't think so. But... No, and I don't. I let me just yeah. caveat to all that is that I have not seen any prices affected. No, at all. It just doesn't seem to be as frenzied as it was. So maybe instead of you know ninety six offers, there's like six. Right. So um, house values are still like really growing and really strong, and the people that you're getting to offer are really the serious and motivated buyers. Mm-hmm. So some of the uh, fluff maybe mm-hmm. out of the market maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. We'll have to see. For me, it just feels uh, more like only the serious are out as yeah, opposed to the tire yeah. kickers. And I do find that there are now some areas, I've had some experiences, where it, it isn't universally um, set an offer date and get multiple offers. Mm-hmm. In some, I've had some circumstances lately where it's not a, a drop-dead given that that's going to happen. Mm. Um, but nonetheless... The sale value is there. The sale, yeah, yeah, it so still so sells for the same. So that's morphing a little bit in some areas, well, I think. Yeah, I'll we'll just have to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I have not unfortunately had that experience yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the buy side, everything I'm trying to buy is, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, used to that. Mm-hmm. That's just how we. That's just how we do things here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to know what to expect. Uh, it is heading into this summer. What would you say, um, Janelle? I have a couple of people who are talking now about selling their homes. Mm-hmm. Would you list any time or would you wait till the fall? Would you do it, try and do it quickly or would you come out in July and August if that's when the house was ready? You know, I find this such a hard question because I've got the same situation. Um, I'm not a fan of August. I, I will never, I will avoid listing in August if I can. I just don't think even in the middle of what we're going through now, I maybe even more so this year, I just can't imagine 
people wanting to buy and sell in August, and I just think it's a bad time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure lots Although of other real this year, as things are opening up, maybe people who were holding off. But I think they're going to yeah. be traveling, right, and yeah. getting out of here. I think I think people mm-hmm. might be spending their money elsewhere mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time. That that would be my. So you would, that's what I'm going to do. You would suggest to clients to wait till September. I would, and I know everybody hates to hear that. Like mm-hmm. other realtors are, you know, you always read these things on even our on different real estate pages and stuff like that, where people are encouraging, you know, agents to list. Of course, it's going to be, you know good in August or July and why wouldn't you and I just think if you're doing the best if you really and truly are doing the best thing for your client I think you really have to weigh that up because summer months have historically been tough Mm -hmm. I don't know what this year is going to bring for us but if it was my mother or father you know what I mean or my family member I wouldn't I wouldn't be recommending they do it then I would say wait till September. So I sort of would give that same advice that I would to somebody who I'm not related to, if that makes sense. Um, Having said all of that, we just have to kind of see like it, if we are starting to feel a little bit of pullback right now, which is maybe only a month earlier than normal. Mm -hmm. And that's probably has something to do with the mortgage rules that are being implemented tomorrow. Then maybe that pulls the market back like a regular summer, only a month earlier. So then maybe things would start to pick up. August, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. But we just have to keep it eye. I think if you're thinking of selling, you have to be flexible. And just when you get to weird times of year, you just have to be flexible with it. And do not have, get your place ready. Always be ready. But if you're, you know, if the market seems like it's slowing, then wait. And I think, you know, like what I would tell every client is get get everything together so it's 100% ready to go. But whether we do it now or in two weeks or in two months, we just have to wait and see. Like the, you have to ebb and flow. Um, so that's usually what my advice would be. Mm-hmm. Would you say the same? I agree. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, yeah, stay tuned for that, everyone. I mean, we'll get the stats probably. Well, before we speak to you next, we'll have the stats for uh, May. So... That'll be really interesting to see if what we're anecdotally experiencing is actually something mm-hmm. that's statistically happening in the market. Um, you just never know. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we uh, are going to do today part two of our Spotlight on a Neighborhood series. Um, part one, we talked a little bit about what was happening in the beach or the uh, you know, southeastern part of the city. Now, uh, today we thought we would focus on kind of the Young and Lawrence area because that's uh, where Leslie calls home. And so there's so much going on, such a vibrant community, and there's a lot of people that you know, dying to move to that neighborhood and love living in that neighborhood. So, yeah, yeah I thought so, it'd be a good spot to to kind of focus on this time. Yeah, I'd love to talk a little bit about where I live. Yeah. Um, my husband and uh, kids and I have lived there for about 15 years now. Uh, we moved there from another area that we loved, which was like uh, Bayview and Davisville, uh, because we needed more space. And uh, we were instantly taken, as we knew we would be because we knew the city, by the um, people there, the community feel, 
The schools are really coveted, well thought of. Uh, lots of um, amenities for children and families, great parks nearby, restaurants and stores. So I'm always happy to talk about where I live. We've lived there for 15 years, as I say, and and really happy there. So Now, do you find it's more or less of a community feel than when you were in uh, Davisville? Well, I would say Bayview, different, right? and it matches our demographic. Um, where we were at Bayview and Davisville was quite young. Um, and so that's where I had my babies, and that's where I would have wanted to be when I had my babies. But And in our neighborhood, there aren't very many young families with newborns. Mm. They're kids, you know, in elementary and high school. So I think, you know... Um, we fit it, mm-hmm. and uh, we may have out. We outgrew our house when we were down a little bit further south, and we may have outgrown the neighborhood. I will say though that I think you always have kind of an affinity for where you had your babies, and I always I'm often finding myself on Bayview in those shops and restaurants mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did love it there, yeah. um, but. Um, you know, it's Young and Lawrence has been a great. So I have one seventeen-year-old now and two sixteen-year-olds, and it's been a great place to have them mm-hmm. um, because I find that um, living in um, a safe setting, uh, so close to Young Street, so close to Subway, mm-hmm. um, I think made my kids more independent, younger than they would have been in a different neighborhood. Because you know, I had them running down to Metro to pick up margarine for me when they were eight or nine. Right. And subway use as well because it's right there. And uh, so I, uh, and they can, you know, the parks around it. So they've been, uh, I think it's been great for the kids, just that mobility and independence that if we were in a more, say, suburban setting or even a more urban setting, might I might not have... Uh, given them that independence. Anyway, I love the neighborhood. Yeah. Very happy there. Stay local, mm-hmm. largely. Yeah, We're right? homebodies. Yeah. And uh, have gotten uh, to know some of my favorite places in the area that I'd love to talk about today. Yeah, I would love to hear about that. So I've just been giving it a little bit of thought. And so my comments are tailored by who we are as a family and yeah. so what we do. So let's, when, let's talk, let's start about restaurants yeah. maybe. So there's lots of restaurants so in many. my little, my few blocks of Young Street. Uh, one of my favorite is um, Joy Thai. If I'm mm. going to have Thai food, I go to Joy Thai. I don't okay. know if you know it, but it's, you know, you don't go there for the setting. It's pretty bare bones and basic, owned by a wonderful um, family who will do anything that they can for you. So love Joy Thai. Joy Thai. That's hard to say. Joy Thai. <laughs> Joy Thai. Young and Ranley. Oh, Great nice. prices. Okay. Um, doing a, a thriving takeout business now. Yeah. And so they really kind of pivoted. I think that... Well, the Thai restaurants are... are I think a lot of their business was. Yeah. They, yeah. they I think, you know, the... Yeah. Thai seems... They're just to- lovely people. And that, I have my... Twin boys have quite serious peanut allergies, and Joy Thai is the only Thai place I will trust uh, to uh, have no peanuts. Hey, that's issues. important. Yeah. That's, a, so that's, that's a really very good point. To yeah. us. When we go out as a family, the kids with the kids, their favorite restaurant uh, in the neighborhood is called Stack. Okay, it's like a loud. You know, you go there and you see everybody you've ever met in the neighborhood in your life every time you go there. Kids jumping everywhere, kind of a um, hamburger, kind of and fry and, you know, maybe some fish taco kind of place. Mm-hmm. Well-priced. 
um, but uh, very accommodating for families. Okay. And so now, that's important to us. Do both of those places have patios or makeshift they have uh, COVID no, patios or Joy any Tide patio? doesn't have any outside now. Okay. So they're closed entirely. It's strictly open for takeout right now. And normally don't have a patio either. Stack has a bit of a patio. It's okay. closed right now. Right. But you can sit outside there. Do they have a, or do they have a COVID street patio? I think they were putting that up on the weekend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Just good to yeah. know because if yeah. people want to. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, you know, in my neighborhood, too, there's a lot of places that never had a patio at all. Yeah, and now, they're and now yeah. they've got the yeah. street. And yeah. then there's these other poor buggers that yeah, I know. that can't get anything. I, I mean, know. it's heartbreaking. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if I don't have the kids, if I'm looking to go out for dinner, um, I love a place over on Avenue Road called 12 Tables. Okay. Never been there. Yeah. No, really nice. Small family-run business. Um, I guess with an Italian bent. Um, great pastas, mm. but great fish. If I feel like a nice uh, fish dinner, I go to 12 day Tables on Avenue Road. Okay. Um, Around Lawrence? Yeah. 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 Uh, another place over there. If I'm going to, I would often pick Indian food mm-hmm. if I'm going to go out for dinner. And there are two in the neighborhood. Well, one restaurant, one Eden that uh, normally that I love called Copper Chimney. Mm-hmm. It's also an avenue road. Okay. And again, a nice family. And here's a story about Copper Chimney. So they have great, they have great l- set lunches. I would often meet clients or friends there for lunch. I met a client there one day for lunch in a snowstorm. And I drove around forever trying to find a parking, parking spot. I did find one. There were mounds of snow everywhere. I parked the car and just ran. And met a client for lunch and then realized I ran without my wallet. Oh. <laughs> so I went up kind of discreetly to them and, you know, explained the situation. And uh, they let me kind of, how do I say this, kind of pretend to pay. Mm. And I didn't pay. Wow. And uh, went back later and paid another day. Oh, that, see, that's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, can you imagine? That's amazing. They said, okay, no problem, and we, we'll help you save face, so just come up and, you know, we'll bring it to you. And, the, and I had nothing. Oh, yeah. my God. So Copper Chimney on Avenue Road. Wow. They will do that kind of thing Pay for attention you. to that, everyone. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow, that's great amazing. Food. Great lunch specials. Amazing. Yeah. Um, now, you and I went to, a couple times, like a great breakfast place. Where An was that? old greasy spoon place on Yonge. That might have been Hazel's. Yeah, Hazel's. Yeah, That's, Hazel's is still open. That was really nice. Yeah, that is nice. That's a local kind of favorite. Yeah, um, just kind a, of diner style. Just diner style, nothing yeah. fancy. Yeah, I'll often meet some, uh, you know, mums for breakfast there early in the morning before they go all to their, they used to go to their office jobs and stuff. Yeah, that's nice. There's I a, remember getting like a, whatever it was I ordered, like a massive portion. Yeah, big portions, good prices. Yeah. Again, family friendly, nothing fancy there. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice, too. Um, lately, I've been going not too far away, and I would still consider this our neighborhood, but further south on Bayview, there's open some, some great breakfast places. Mm. One I think is called, that we like now is called Sunny's, I think. On, Sunny's, okay. Yes, I think it's called Sunny's. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So another, instead, you know, we're not eating in restaurants as much anymore, um, and so we're doing a, a fair amount of takeout. Uh, because I have three teenagers, our probably our most common takeout is pizza. Oh, yeah. And we are fortunate... 
to live in a neighborhood where if the kids are craving pizza but I'm not, there's probably six pizza places they can right. skateboard or bike to <laughs> to get their fix. And so there's everything from Pizza Pizza to Pizza Nova, Pizzaola, there's right. all kinds. But if we're ordering pizza and, you know, I'm eating it, yeah. there are two places I go to. Yep. One is called, one is well-known, and it's called Maker's Pizza. Have okay. you ever heard of that? No, I've seen it, but oh, no. It's really good. Really? Really good. Um, but I give a slight edge to a smaller independent one right across the street from Maker's Pizza, called, um, what's it called? It starts with a Davinizia. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Fabulous. Okay. I'm a thin crust pizza person. Yeah. Both of these have a really great thin crust pizza. So nice. Our takeout is probably off, most often pizza. Right. Um, and those are both great sources of pizza. Um, I also have, I think, four of the five of us love sushi. Um, and uh, I would give a big shout out to a place, uh, you know, in my neighborhood on Young, maybe at um, Bowood, called the Sushi Bar. Mm. Um, is that an all-you-can-eat sushi in the day of there, this is, dining? There is that. Okay. We have one further up Young Street in our neighborhood called um, Young Sushi. That is all-you-can-eat. Oh, okay. I don't know how they're doing now or how they've pivoted. I don't know. Ours in uh, my neighborhood have just gone to regular sushi. Regular, yeah. I don't think they'll ever have all-you-can-eat again, yeah. which is sad. Yeah. My, my, our tendency was to go to the sushi bar on Young, which does not do all-you-can-eat. Um, but they will do things like uh, tailor your roll or whatever to your specific. They'll create your. Like, okay. There's probably a Leslie roll there, right? <laughs> and um, and really nice people who get to know your name and and what you like. And Excellent. I love that. And yeah. so I, I like the sushi. I do. You know, I've taken when I you know I've got three teens. Two of those are six foot five boys. Mm-hmm. And so when we when I go up for sushi or ordering from sushi for them, mm-hmm. we go to Young. To oh get yeah, the all you yeah. Can I was gonna say that's because like yeah. that restaurant is like losing so much money that's with right. us. But if I'm exactly. going like without that concern, it's to the sushi bar. bar. Yeah. There's also one on Avenue Road that we've recently tried for the first time called Ismi, I-S-S-M-I. Okay. Really, really good. Oh, Fresh, good. great, great uh, sushi. Sushi's such a thing now. Sushi. So I would order Indian. I would order uh, sushi, mm-hmm. pizza. Nice. For ordering, um, you know, I've never ordered. I'd raved about the Copper Chimney for Indian food to go to eat there. Uh, Interestingly, in COVID, um, doing takeout, there's a new place that I go to instead um, called Lotus Fine Fine Indian. It's really good. It seems to be a bit maybe more kind of a modern take on Indian food. Okay. Copper Chimney is pretty traditional. Right. Um, And I think that appeals to my kids more. Nice. uh, So so we do a lot. There's a lot of good eating in my neighborhood. Uh, There's tons of Coffee shops, too. Coffee shops. Yeah. There's tons of gelato mm-hmm. places mm-hmm. and ice cream. Seems to be really big in our neighborhood. One thing that we don't have a lot of is bakeries. Yeah. Or bread. Like, when we live, the place we talked about further south Yeah, on there's Bayview, a bunch there. There's a bunch there. Our neighborhood, I would think, would have some. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is one great place, and I just went on Saturday, um, and it was lined up down the block. Wow. And it's called David's. And David's ends in a Z, not an S. And they do great breads. Oh, nice. But not the baked goods, but breads. Right, okay. Um, and, uh, again, these are all places that we can yeah. walk to. Or I can send the kids, go get a loaf of sourdough. Right. Now, um, there's a cupcake place there that I've passed by a 100 times near Tudor 8. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what that would okay. be. Um, there was something called the Rolling Pin. 
I think it was just cupcakes. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But on that note, because you, mm-hmm. I'll put a plug in for Tutorite because yeah, what a great yeah. organization we had. They do tutoring of all kinds. Um, uh, my son was there for uh, getting some uh, assistance with the SAT, mm-hmm. and we had a an awesome tutor. Uh, whose name was Jay, and the woman that runs Tutorite, her name is Irene, just fantastic. If you're looking for a tutor, I think it's a really good, for whatever, not just SAT. Ours mm-hmm. was specifically for SAT, which he never wrote, needless to say, given mm-hmm. COVID. But but uh, because of that, uh, but there's, all, I mean, they've got tutoring for everything that you need. Yeah. And just a great, great yeah. place. Yeah, and I also find, so I, I love that, and I've heard that from other people, Um uh, several kids who go to my kids' high schools take some courses at Blythe, right. which is just a bit further south of Lawrence on Young. Yeah. Also, in our neighborhood, there seems to be an abundance of individual tutors, in, you know, who live in the neighborhood. Right. Um, and so, a lot of people take care of those private tutors, kind of thing. Uh, the other thing that our neighborhood, like yours, is known for is pets. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you can live there without a pet, and I was yeah. 14 years to that game. No but, pets, no kids. But now we're, <laughs> now we're in that pet game, and uh, I think everybody likes their vet. Um, I mm. haven't heard anybody who doesn't like their vet, but we go to Spinks at the corner of Young and Wanless, um, and they are so good with our Cali, oh. really good. Um, I have a really good friend who works a couple blocks north on Young at one of the VA vet centers, yep. VA Secord, I think it's called. Yeah. And um, if their care is anything like the care my friend would give, I would recommend them as well. Um, we're new to Petdom in my house. I fought it for 15 years because of allergies, but uh, thankfully we're all good with Callie, uh, who is a mini golden doodle. So one thing that we've kind of learned about is the need for grooming. Mm. And uh, there are a couple great groomers in the neighborhood that I would speak to. Uh, having trouble getting an appointment for a groomer now. Yes. Um, because the one that seems to be very popular in our neighborhood is called Paula's, and it's P-A-W-L-A-S. Oh, Paula's. that's so cute. Paula's. I love that name. Yeah, she's a little bit out of, it's a storefront, a little bit out of our neighborhood, but still, so it's driving distance. It's Lawrence and Bathurst, actually on Bathurst, but everybody loves Paula's. We couldn't get an appointment. So we found this independent groomer who used to work at uh Pet Smart or something like that, and is running grooming services out of her home oh, good. on Cranbrook. Yeah. So yeah. if anybody wants the name uh, for Amy at, on Cranbrook, I would highly recommend her. Excellent. And I love supporting that kind of independent local activity. Yeah. And uh, so we're really thrilled, and we go now to exclusively to, and we will continue to. I think even when things open up, we go to Amy's on Cranbrook. Oh, that's great. And uh, she takes such good care of Callie. Yeah. Um, you know, there are some, um, in terms of shopping for clothes, there's some, I was trying to think about, uh, there's some independent small stores that people really rave about. Not a huge clothing area. No, though. not a big clothing area. You're better, you're better closer to Eglinton. Yeah, and if I even think about what is in our neighborhood, there's more men's than women's. No, it's not weird. But there's a nice store called Narnia um, up on Young that uh, is very kind of boutique and niche. And uh, um, they have lovely things, and I know that they treat very people very well clearly we're within walking distance of sporting life mm-hmm. and so we're frequent um, buyers at sporting life that's not a and small then you've got store, no but, but you've got you know a west elm in that yeah. area you've got so many great yeah. structures well, yeah and you, you head out further 
south well, just, on yeah, Young, but just a couple blocks. There's like lots. Yeah, the world just opens up. Yeah, um, isn't that funny too? Like it just didn't seem to. Yeah, it seems like to have a stop at that park. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no clothing or bakeries yeah. come yeah. north of. But we've the got. Park. We live within walking distance of Wanless Park, and there's a great tennis club in there, um, and the park itself is fabulous. Um, so it's a great neighborhood for for families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're finding. So I think that's a th- those are some highlights of what I like and what I use in my neighborhood. I we tend to be homebodies and and support locally. Um, and I apologize if I've left anybody out that didn't come to mind top of mind. But th- those are the key services. You know what you don't have a lot of, which what? is interesting: nail shops. Oh, we do. You do, but not like my neighborhood. They're Maybe like not. every second store. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, in the beach, there's got to be like twenty nail shops. Yeah. I also like finally, in a two kilometer stretch. You know what we also have a lot of is um, dry cleaners. Oh yeah, no, we don't have. We have <laughs> we a few. A lot of dry cleaners, and yeah. I want to give a shout out to Snow Cleaners on on Young, probably around uh, probably around Cranbrook. Snow, um, they've just done. I looked all over the city to get a project done for my daughter as a gra- grade twelve graduation gift. And only Snow could do it. And I just mm. picked it up recently. And so Snow is now on my top five favorite things of Young and Lawrence. Interesting. So um, okay. there's lots in the neighborhood, but uh, try and give Snow snow Cleaners your business for sure. Okay, I'll that's have great. To, to, to tell you what I got for No. Her. Can you say or no? Well, she ever, does she listen to the podcast? I don't know. Does she? No. No. Sorry, Janelle. But, uh, so uh, Samantha is a lifelong hockey player. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to have a blanket made of all her jerseys, hockey jerseys that I've kept throughout the years. I love that. So it's kind of a quilt, like a patchwork of all her jerseys. Wow. And then they had some filler and then a backing to it. It's wow. incredible. My God. Fabulous. See, and Nobody they- else could do it because I think the material of the jerseys was the problem because, first of all, the material, but they were inconsistent, so they're different. But here she, they figured it out. Yeah. Amazing. Snow cleaners. That is great. Yeah. Wow. Now, do you anticipate you living there forever? Maybe not in that house, but in that neighborhood. Is that sort of when you picture yourself and your? Uh, Do you think think you'll stay? Not sure about that. I think that um, you know we move there for the kids, and so if we no longer have the kids living with us, do I? You know, I don't need all the child family, young family yeah. kind of amenities and services. Uh, so I might want to just take time for me and be somewhere where the old folk are. So yeah. I haven't figured that out. Yeah, yet. yeah. But I, most people um, do stay in the neighborhood, I would yeah. say. Try to downsize in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and so I could see that Yeah, for sure. Now, maybe it's of uh, interest for people that you mentioned there are schools. Yes. Uh, so that's one reason that we moved to the area. So, in the, because it's got great private and public schools within walking distance, we're a public school family, um, and our uh, elementary school was forty-five seconds away from us. Yeah, you and loved their elementary school. We had a really good experience. Yeah. Um, it's now JK to grade eight. It's called Bedford Park, and a really caring um, school. Also very local. A lot of the staff and teachers there are from the neighborhood, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, then our middle school option is Glenview. And two of my kids went to Glenview Middle School. We actually had a great experience there as well. And I would highly recommend that in certain circumstances. Uh, we have two high school, um, 
experiences. My daughter uh, goes is finishing up at Northern, and um, the boys go to Lawrence Park. Completely different schools. Mm-hmm. I do have an opinion mm-hmm. that maybe I should keep to myself. I think you should share it within <laughs> with your in ta- how as tastefully as you do. So my so having gone through at essentially the you know both schools at essentially the same time. If I had a fourth child, mm-hmm. I would push heavily for Northern. Interesting. Uh, in my view, a much more um, uh, expansive, kind of um, inclusive, diverse, um, modern, kind of current school, mm-hmm. where Lawrence Park, um, I think, as its reputation, is kind of a traditional academic, maybe school in the, of the past. Okay. That's, you know, that's me. I, it's just my opinion. No, but I think that's important for people to yeah. hear because we may have people, you know, of yeah. our thousands of listeners yeah. out there, somebody may be thinking about moving to your neighborhood so and wondering about schools. in my schools. neighborhood, you, we have choice. We can go to three, mm-hmm. Northern, North Toronto, or Lawrence Park. Right. Uh, and uh, so, you know, that's... North Toronto wasn't on the radar for anybody? Wasn't for us, no. Yeah. Um, and then we live within walking distance of some great private schools that many of our neighbors um, take advantage of. Uh, so there's everything from Toronto French, just on the other side of Wanless Park that mm-hmm. we go to all the time, to within uh, walking distance Havergal. Mm-hmm. Um, Crescent's, Crescent's cr- just, just over a little bit. Yeah. So lots of schools. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's one thing we found... Um, in in being in the beach is that there's not a lot right so you're you're having to travel to go to the pu- private to system. go to yes yeah, yeah. yeah. there's no. just not a lot of op- well everything is up your way all I, the schools yeah. that we were considering well, I have met several people in the neighborhood who have moved to the neighborhood for Toronto French school right there's a lot of French spoken in the neighborhood because oh, of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More than I would yeah. never have thought of that, mm-hmm. but there is. Mm-hmm. And then Havergal and Crescent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are in our neighborhood for that. Yeah, because a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of uh, my son my son goes to Crescent, so a lot of his yeah. friends or Live- co- classmates are all in your yeah. neighborhood. Yeah, and so a lot of my boys' friends go to that school. Yeah, it's also in the neighborhood. There's a lot, I guess, because it's because of Sunnybrook and also North York General so close. There's a lot of medical people yes, in our neighborhood. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of people who work in finance. Okay. It's probably the number one industry people are in. Interesting. Um, uh, so, you know, it's a great, um, I feel safe there. I feel uh, wanted there. I feel like there's everything I could possibly want within a walking distance. And, um, and the subway is right there, and we are normally TTC users, but also the access to the highway is five minutes away. Yeah, yeah there's some so, huge benefits. Yeah, so that's to, a big benefit. It is. But um, even just, I think, like any being anywhere in the city on the subway, not TTC, yeah. but the subway. Yeah, like right. that just... Within walking distance of the subway is oh, huge. Oh my God, like yeah. you're around the corner. Like huge. that opens up the world yeah. of mm-hmm. opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, whereas where I live, mm-hmm. you can't get to a subway. Yeah. Well, you can, but it takes a long time. Yeah, no, very happy there. Fire station down the street, 50 cents pops from the vending machine, according to the boys. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Lots of things going on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Okay. Well, uh, I guess that about wraps it up. Is there anything else uh, we want to share about that? I no, guess I, that's it. So that's uh, yeah. kind of uh, C4, Lawrence Park South, Lawrence Park, uh, Lawrence Park North. Great houses. Great mix of houses. Yeah. C4, by the way, just so you, and that's mm-hmm. a good point about that. Uh, two things about that is that 
we may have talked about this before, but when she says C4, that means like our the whole city is set up in terms of districts for real estate. Yeah. So C4 is uh, Central 4 is the neighborhood. That, you know, it's a real estate kind of terminology, but, but people know it. I'll tell you, everybody in my neighborhood yeah. knows they're in C4, Lawrence right, Park North right. or South. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But, um, you know, in terms of housing there, there's a little bit of a mix. There's some. Um, there's a great condo building at right at Young and Lawrence um, that has an, the most amazing rooftop pool mm-hmm. uh, that uh, until COVID we enjoyed regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's um, so some semis, particularly on the other side of Young, I mm-hmm. think, um, but primarily detached homes. Detached, yeah, old Toronto, yeah. and in brick, some beautiful pop, homes, and some um, certainly. South of Lawrence, they're all generally 50 by 150 foot lots and big homes. Mm -hmm. Uh, North of Lawrence, where I am, they tend to be 25 or 30 foot Mm -hmm. wide Mm -hmm. lots. So they're uh, more kind of city homes on the north side. But Um, you couldn't be any different from like... You know, Young and Lawrence and Young and Eglinton, which, yeah. you know, Eglinton's, what is that? It's like a kilometer. Yeah. And full of high rises. Yeah. Um, lots of semis, lots of row houses, yeah. lots of dense yeah. population. Yeah. Whereas you go, you start to go north around yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. They're, all, I would say, largely detached. I they don't know what largely, the per- percentage is, but it's got to be they over are. 90. That's true. And um, uh, it just feels like um, yeah. a totally different place. I wonder when... On that stretch of young, development's going to occur because they're, they're all like on uh, the main level, kind of restaurants or storefronts, and then kind of units above them that can't last forever. No. And we have the er- first inkling of a new young uh, develop- condo development near us that's just uh, in the works right now be- at, on young between uh, Woburn and Cranbrook. Okay. There's going to be... Yeah, the, I think they must have been fighting it there. Because even up at yeah. York Mills, Young and York Mills, there's a ton of th- yeah. high rises. Yeah. But right. in your little pocket, yeah. there's nothing. Well, this one that's in the well, bo- on the books two. now, <laughs> yeah. and on Young, at between, it's going to go the block between Woburn and Cranbrook. There's yeah. a lot of opposition to that now. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, but it, the plans that I see... See, you know, my view on that is I'm not um, part of the group that's opposing... I, I mean, I want smart development, but we, it's unrealistic to think there's not going to be development. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously we come at this from a different perspective, mm-hmm. but I feel like the more development there is, the better everyone's. Right. Like the higher the prices go for and everybody. It, it benefits everyone. The opposition, at least so far, is that, that the inconvenience and danger or risk during the development stage. and Right. Or traffic. People know, complain yeah, about they the talk traffic. about that because there are lots of – there's mm-hmm. – um, Another, when I talked about schools, I should have mentioned um, the Catholic elementary school that is really in our neighborhood that is, like, so coveted. It is like a private school, but it's a Catholic public Mm. school. It's called Blessed Sacrament. So they talk about the impact of traffic on Blessed Sacrament. We have uh, really good, we have Loretto Abbey as well. Oh, right. That's really, people love Loretto Abbey. But this Blessed Sacrament school, um, I know that people have moved to our neighborhood for Blessed Sacrament Right, 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 right. Um, But uh, so there's a planned development that's starting north of, young and we'll see how that one goes but that's life people right yeah. like you gotta move with but life, it's an active you know? community for example there was a church on ranley just east of young when we moved there samantha used to go to brownies there that got torn down and was sold to a 
developer. Mm. There's so much opposition that it didn't happen, and wow. the city bought the land and is building a park. Interesting. Very strong, very yeah. strong community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not big complainers, though. Not like other areas, right? <laughs> no. It doesn't seem like you're a bunch. No, but they. Because um, you know, there's you know the neighborhoods yeah. we're talking about. No. Yeah, but these tend uh, our neighborhood tends to be very well informed right. and very well connected. Yes. Uh, people, so right. they make things happen in a different way. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is better than some with just the complaining and the crying yeah. and the, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, there you go. Okay. Young and Lawrence, love it. C4, if you know your real estate terminology. Highly recommend um, it. And I highly recommend it. Love yeah. to help you find a place there. All right. Well, uh, everybody, if you'd like us to focus on another neighborhood in particular, just let us know. We, uh, we know them. Yeah, maybe we should talk about, like, what's your favorite ice cream store like in the city and like yeah, yeah. your favorite whatever yeah because uh you know i i know a lot of, and i know you do too yeah places that are um, we know our take are hidden <laughs> yeah that's true hidden gems yeah. in other neighborhoods that i would travel to well when you've lived well, here I your whole life to. right mm-hmm. i mean you kind of start in in our business too because we drive around mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. you know and you get to kind of know these mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay cool mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, guys. Well, uh, yeah, like I said, as always, if you have anything in particular you want to know or you have questions about, feel free to write in on uh, any of our channels if you follow us, the Janelle Cameron team uh, on all and our social And you know what networks. I'd like personally is just for my own benefit, if any of you know the Young and Lawrence, Young to Eglinton area, and I haven't mentioned something that you love, can you let me know? Yeah, exactly. I, I, I yeah. Don't, don't want to uh, leave anybody out, but I also would love to know about places that I haven't That maybe you yet. don't know yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love that. Thanks. Perfect. Okay, great. Um, okay, guys. Well, thanks again for listening, and we will uh, see you next week. Happy real estate. Happy real estate. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.